Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Command Zone podcast. We have a very special episode today with a very special guest. I'm your host, Rachel Weeks, and today we have Mr. Infect himself. What up? Craig Craig Blanchett. Blanchett. (laughs) In the house. (laughs) Yep, talking about Infect, so had to be here for this one. Yeah, of course. So I will be one introduced like a whole new way to put poison counters on your opponent with the toxic mechanic, which means a new age of poison has begun. I'm so excited. So today, with Craig's help, we are going to be going through the ins and outs of playing and poisoning uh, a poison deck. Uh, play a poisoning your opponents, uh, and it's one of the more contentious strategies in Commander. It is, and I think we're about to see more of it. In obviously, you know, with For one, sure. we're definitely going to see more poison counters. So I'm interested to see all these little Padawans figuring out uh, Aww, the poison how to Padawans. join the Phyrexian army. This is awesome. <laughs> Are they still called Paz- Padawans if they're Sith? I don't know. I, I like to refer to them as that. <laughs> all right. Well, you are going to want to pick up some cards after this episode, and you should do that at cardkingdom.com slash command. Card Kingdom has a great selection of all of the singles and sealed product that you were looking for. So if you're trying to pick up all will be one sealed product, uh, get those collector boosters. You can get the cool Phyrexian stamped cards. Have or you the seen oil those? Ones. Yeah, or the oily sick. ones. There's so many printings in this set. So go to cardkingdom.com slash command to make sure you're getting exactly the prints of exactly the cards you want to play, especially if you're building a new poison deck. Plus, Card Kingdom will send you all the singles that you want in one individual package. They send it nice and safe in a little plastic container with a token and a sticker sometimes. And it shows up on your doorstep with all of the cards you're looking for so you can put them right into your deck and start playing. So again, for all the sealed product and uh, singles that you're looking for to go to cardkingdom.com slash command. And once you have those cards in your hand, you're going to want to protect them. Go to ultrapro.com slash command for all of the sleeves and the deck boxes and the play mats and the dice and the wall scrolls that you're looking for to deck out your magic life. Go to ultrapro.com slash command for all of the accessories 
in your magic world. Uh, the other way to support us, other than using our affiliate codes, is supporting us directly. Go to patreon.com slash command zone. Our patrons get a ton of extra cool perks. You get access to extra turns and game nights early. You get a discount on our merch store. Yep. You get exclusive merch if you're a member for more than three months. Ooh. Yeah. Cool, cool stuff. And we play with people. I get to play against our patrons once a month, which uh-huh. is awesome. Yeah, on Spellfable. We table. do it once a week, but you know we have different people from the from the company playing different uh, different times. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's, it's uh, well worth being a patron. Plus, uh, we get to shout out one lucky patron every episode, and this episode is dedicated to Ooh, Kayla Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Thanks, Kayla. Yeah, love you the store. You rock. You do rock. <laughs> Good store. Good store, <laughs> Kayla. Yeah. I assume you're responsible. Good return policy there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Our main topic for today is how to play Infect in Commander. Excellent. I've been waiting forever for this one. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, it's it's very difficult. So, like, poison is an aggressive strategy it in is. Commander. Yep. Uh, but it's a little different than other aggro decks. It has a different tempo where, like, an Infect deck uses, uses like, low CMC creatures with special abilities to get people out really early, where a traditional aggro strategy is, like, I'm going to get down big things, or I'm going to buff up my team, and I'm going to kill you on, like, turn seven or eight. Yep. So, Infect decks are a little bit different. It's got a very special build. So, I want to talk to you first about putting together an Infect deck because, okay. you know, it's not all the same cards that go into into a traditional aggro deck. No, I think it's actually quite different. Like, yeah. Once we get through this, I think people are really going to see that to build an Infect deck, you have to take away a lot of the things that you assume for a regular, a right. regular commander deck. Yeah, okay. So Infect decks are typically like black and green core. Yep. And they are supported by blue or white. Yep. Uh, or both, you know, if you're going full Atraxa. Yep. Um, so they're fast, they're low to the ground, uh, and they have these cheap infect creatures. So I think, and pump effects to knock out your opponent early. Um, so let's talk about these creatures, because this feels like the most important part of an infect deck. Yeah. What so kind of creatures do you run? Typically, your best creatures are the low CMC creatures with infect. Uh, they typically have one power, one toughness, or two power, one toughness. But, you know, creatures like uh, Glistener Elf, Blight Mamba, Ickerclaw Mirror, those are three of the the big uh, all-stars. Mm-hmm. Those, If you have those in your opening hand, you're feeling very good. Um, right. And basically, you're trying to get it down by turn one or turn two, so that by turn two or turn three, you're attacking and going into the next step, which mm-hmm. yeah. is the pump part. So, so you've, got, you've got all these little cheap creatures. Are, yep. Do you play any higher, higher mana value creatures either? It, yeah, they go in the deck just because there's so few infect creatures in any color. I think black has the most, green has the second most, mm-hmm. and then there's the, the artifacts. But, you know, for some of that later game and for some of that evasion, they do, the higher CMC creatures do offer that evasion uh, mm-hmm. that you really need for that late game. So, like, Tyne Shrike, uh, Shriek Raptor, Putrefax, mm-hmm. Scytherix, Phyrexian Hydra. You know, the first couple have flying or trample, so mm-hmm. just ways of evading. Uh, and then, you know, with Phyrexian Hydra, there's just certain ways where you can use it to ping people or. Right, uh, yeah. We talk a lot about, in fact, about being, it's being really important to get these creatures down on so early so you can pump and kill people by like turn three or four. Right. But having a top end in your curve 
does seem very important where you're like, very. at some point, a one mana one one isn't going to do much on a board. So exactly. having something like a Tyne Shrike uh, or a Shriek Raptor, which has two power and flying, gives you a little bit of that reach in the late game. That makes sense to me. Yep. Um, so the scariest part about playing against Infect <laughs> is these pump spells, these like secret, <laughs> these secret pump spells where you're like, I could be dead. I feel like I could be dead. And and that's part of the strategy too. It's almost like a gotcha kind of strategy. Right. So there's, you know, and you are scared of the pump spells because these creatures are typically small. Mm. And so they need some way of getting extra poison counters. And mm. so the way that you play is you attack hold all your mana open mm. and you're trying to intimidate your opponent into trying to react to that. Mm. And if they can't, then there are a lot of ways to make them regret that. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what kind of pump spells are we including in a, in an infect deck? One of my favorites is actually ruinous intrusion. Ooh, a new one. Yeah. One that came out uh, around the time of uh, like midnight hunt, midnight hunt, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So uh, basically it's a uh, three and a green for an instant. Uh, exile target artifact or enchantment, and then put X plus one plus one counters on target creature you control where X is the mana value of the permanent exile this way. Mm. So that one, you know, it's high CMC, four CMC, but you can you can be there on turn three, turn mm. four. Yeah. And you can be getting rid of one of, you know, everybody's playing artifacts these days mm. or enchantments. And so exiling it and then also pumping your creature can just be a huge swing on the table. Yeah, for sure. It's um anything that that does both a pump and something else yeah. seems really strong. And they've been doing more of those too, which is yeah. uh, which I'm enjoying for this strategy. I like the the modality of this next one. It's Simic Charm. Oh yeah. For green and a blue, this is an instant. It says choose one. Target creature gets plus three plus three until end of turn, or permanents you control gain hexproof until end of turn, or return target creature to its owner's hand. That Those are all so strong and in fact. Perfect toolbox. Yeah. yeah that's amazing because you can get rid of their creature, mm. you can buff your creature, and you can protect your creature. Yeah. That's huge. It, it feels like these these pump spells, uh, plus three plus three is no slouch. Like that's no. a huge pump. <laughs> if you can get one of your one one creatures down and get four infect on turn, this is turn one or two, yep. or turn two or three, excuse me. Yep. Uh, that's pretty huge. That's exactly where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this next one? Berserk. Ah, I mean, this is a classic, a you know, classic. this is, you know, very, very classic infect strategy. They use it in, uh, you know, in legacy and mm. infect and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's good on its own creature because you double the power, give it trample, and then it dies afterwards. So, you know, you, you do it as a one shot kill for somebody. You pump right. it first and then berserk it so mm -hmm. that you trample over and kill them. Right. Uh, but you can, in certain corner cases, use it also to get rid of one of their creatures to open up the board for you to swing in fully as well. So, again, just kind of toolboxy yeah. kind of cards. A little, a little bit of modality with pump and evasion is huge. So, of course, we want some swords in oh, here, right? Swords are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, sword of feast and famine is a great obvious one. include. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that stinks about sword of feast and famine is you can't target your creatures with green pump spells. Right. It, it, and it, you it must know that. Yes. 
don't get caught doing what I did in that game nights with with <laughs> well, Olivia. No I, I got messed up. And yeah. you were like, no, I yeah. like protection from Craig. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> I tried to target my own creature and I had a sword of white and white and red on it, war and peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't target it with uh, whatever. Yep. Okay. So yeah. be so be careful with your swords and learn. uh and your pump spells. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> make make sure you're not giving you protection from your own pump spells. We got a, a great new sword too though. With I think- this sort of forge and frontier i think this card is really solid in almost any strategy but i really like it in infect totally i mean it's it's everything that you want you pump it plus two plus two give it pro red and green you know but so be careful your pump spells but you also get to ramp which you you're not typically putting a lot of ramp in these decks and we'll Mm -hmm. get to that later but you incidentally get to ramp with it which is great and also incidental card advantage Mm -hmm. which is also something you need in that in that late game so i'm pumped about this sword yeah i think it was in the perfect set yeah very very pumped (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so it it, for those who haven't seen it it lets you play an extra land uh per turn if you hit if you connect with it and then it impulse draws two cards and with your curve being as low as an infect deck often is impulse drawing two cards is huge. huge you're like i can cast these right now right that's really sweet um, the other thing that we have written down is pump spells that present lethal threats. So right. Big pump spells. Big pump spells are definitely have a place. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites, and this is a classic as well, is hatred. So five CMC. Guy. It's yeah, very ugly, uh, <laughs> not attractive guy there. Uh, but so hatred is three black black for an instant. Pay X life. Target creature gets plus X plus zero until end of turn. So perfect way to kill somebody at the end. Mm. You have a flyer. They don't. Bye. That's it. That's it. All it takes is a little bit of life. And honestly, you're not super worried about your life when you're so aggressive in a deck like this. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're trying to get other people out before they even Mm. can. Yeah. This other one is super sweet. It's Might of Oaks. Three and a green for an instant. Target creature gets plus seven, plus seven until end of turn. It's like no blocks. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. There's also one with a squirrel on it. And oh, that like, one's great. The seventh edition one? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like this like, huge you squirrel. Get squirrel, in fact. <laughs> it's very cool. <laughs> that is the best art uh, for sure of that card. Yeah. Uh, this one's also something that uh, used quite a bit in, for, in Infect mm. uh, because of the split second. So it's Stonewood Invocation, three and a green for an instant, has split second. So whatever we'll get into that in a second target creature gets plus five plus five until end of turn and cannot be the target of spells or abilities so this is a huge pump with protection on it right so this is great like if somebody tries to swords it or something like that you can respond give it hexproof protect from that swords and no one in response can be like well i'll use my swords and try and get it in response to that or something like that um, has been Infect 404 with Rachel Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> plus five, plus five on a one one. If you get to six, you're like, okay, well, um, I, uh, I think I'm, uh, like you just have to block everything that comes everything. You yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. You must have low blockers for mm-hmm. the your opponents. Your opponents must have blockers. Brutal. They're in trouble. All right, we got one more. Yeah, this one's, you know, they have several effects like this, but I always like this one, tried and true. Uh, Predator Strike, it's one in a green for an instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and trample until end of turn. Mm-hmm. So it gives it a little boost and gives it some sort of evasion. Yeah, which well, we is... thought you were safe because you blocked. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I uh, Anything that gives, gives trample. Okay, so um, the other thing about 
in fact, is once your opponents can get creatures down, it fe- you're like, oh, I got nowhere to go, especially yeah. in those first early turns. So what do you do to clear the way? Oh, there's, uh, they always make more answers, but some of the best are Swords to Plowshares, one white for an instant, exile target creature, it's control, it gains life equal to its power. The great part about this one is that you're giving them life, mm-hmm. and which means okay. nothing. They're going to be infected. <laughs> uh, Just somebody, means you live longer to be exactly. corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's, you know, it just so many. Go for the throat, one in a black mm. uh, for an instant. Destroy target, non-artifact creature. Chain of Vapor, one blue for an instant. Return target, non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Then permanent owner controller may sacrifice land, blah, blah, blah. They can kind of chain it. Yeah. Uh, but just ways of just even bouncing or killing a creature. Uh, and then Snap. Snap is one of the best. Two, one, in a, one in a blue for an instant. Return target creature from its owner's hand. Uh, untap up to two lands. So that's basically a free spell that you've gotten rid of one of their creatures. So like cheap single target removal spells are the best place to go here. That is very succinct. Yeah. It's (laughs) (laughs) just anything, anything that really makes the, like clears the way for your, like you, you got your blocker down, but I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah. Because you're not going for the person who has two blockers. Right. Yeah. You're going for the person who has one blocker Mm, and now they don't. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> you thought you were safe. <laughs> All right. So what? If, what if they have two blockers down? What if they have like you know three or four, and you're like, oh well, my single target removal isn't going to do it anymore. Aha. Uh-huh. They have answers for that too. So this is typically <laughs> late game. Uh, you know, you you want some sort of evasion or way of dealing with their board. So mm. you know, Rogue's Passage is yeah. always a good option. You can use it on your own creatures, use it on other people's creatures, but you know, for five mana, it's uh, it's an expensive option. Yeah. Um, then you know, one that I really love that you can keep getting back is Demonic Embrace. I love this one. I opened this up in a pack, and I was just kind of like, <sighs> and then a light bulb went off, and I'm like, oh my. God, this is perfect for infect. <laughs> so this is an aura that says one black black. Uh, it says enchanted creature gets plus three plus one, has flying and is a demon in addition to its other types. You may cast demonic embrace from your graveyard by paying three life and discarding a card in addition to paying its other cost. So this is a huge pump and evasion. Huge. Yeah, it gives it flying plus three. Uh, the demon thing doesn't really make much sense or it doesn't really play into it, but being able to get it back from your graveyard Mm -hmm. by just discarding a card, it's basically like, oh, I want that card. I have that card in my hand. Right. It turns a land into a pump spell. Right. It turns anything that's just weird. Because it feels like playing... In fact, there's a very specific order that things go in. Yes. You, like you really, there's moments in the game where certain cards are best. Yep. And Demonic Embrace turns a card that's not good in this moment. Like maybe you draw a Blight Mamba on turn six or something like that. Right, which into, happens. Yeah, into yep. Demonic, into a pump spell with evasion. Seems very strong. Which is huge. And it gives it uh, a little bit of a butt too, which is nice. Yeah. It can protect your creature, which is sure, which yeah. is huge. <laughs> a little bit of a Demonic <laughs> booty. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, this next one seems really solid as well. It comes with modality. It's you come to a river. This was genius. I did not think of this. This was your call, and I am adding it to all of my blue decks. I just, so I got this in a comment on one of my Moxfield, and they were like, "This you come to a river seems great in this deck. And I really? read it and was like, what? Yeah. So this card is one in a blue for an instant. It says, choose one. The first one is return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. So we talked about single target, target removal spells. And the second one is target creature gets plus one plus oh until end of turn and can't be blocked this turn. So that's just two Perfect. things that you want at different yep. moments in the game. It seems, seems very sweet. All right. Uh, so it sounds like the table and knows what you're up to at this point. Like <laughs> usually you're yeah. like, hmm, uh, Kill I, him. Yeah. <laughs> you must die now. Uh, or your creature must. So how do you, how do you protect the plan? How do you protect yourself? <laughs> Yeah, so protecting yourself and protecting the plan are a little bit different. Right, yeah. Uh, but to protect your plan, to protect your things, um, there's a lot of equipment that they have, and the equipment tends to be best because you can reuse it. Mm. So I really like uh, another one that's kind of new, Winged Boots. Uh, one in a blue for an equipment artifact. Uh, equipped creature has flying and ward four. And so much. This makes a path to exile five mana. Yeah, I mean, it's basically untargetable at that yeah. point. And then for an equip cost of one, two, you're in the same kind of vein of like a like a Mystic Remora. People early game can't pay that for mm -hmm. regardless. Yeah. And you can get this on your creature turn two. Right. So it, it gives it a huge, huge advantage, which mm -hmm. I really, really like. Yeah. Uh, and a classic use with foot boots is great in this yeah. kind of deck and all aggro decks. Yeah, I mean, there's boots and there's greaves, and the nice thing about boots in a, in an infect deck is you can still pump your creatures. Yes. Uh, one thing about, about greaves, it is a lower equip cost, but you cannot target your creatures with those pump spells, and right. often you'll be stuck with one creature or have two creatures. You go to equip, and somebody pops it off. Right. And so yeah, be very careful. Swiftfoot boots is better than greaves in this deck, and I don't say that often. <laughs> that that's a good thing to consider making sure you can still target your player uh your creatures um especially you run into that situation with uh lightning like if you're running so many equipments lightning oh. greaves are just sort of worse anyway because you have to have a second creature to exactly. move things around so it affects your equipment also not just your uh pump spells totally all right, so how are you defending yourself uh, now that three people have decided you must die? <laughs> so they make nice protection equipment or uh, enchantments in a lot of colors. Mm. Uh, they just reprinted one that I really like, uh, No Mercy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's fitting. It's very fitting. Yeah, it's perfect, <laughs> right? It, it, it does fit the style of the deck. So it's two black black for an enchantment. Whenever a creature creature successfully deals damage to you, destroy it. It's easy. It's I love simple. it. So basically, it prevents people from attacking you, or if they attack you, their creature's going to die anyways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that is kind of the only way to kill the infect person is mm -hmm. to attack them. Yeah. And your team, fewer creatures, ever, like all day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just a, a great strategy piece. I love that. Yep. Uh, there's also ghostly prisons and uh, propaganda, which are both supporting colors that you would likely have in an infect deck. Yep. Um, check those out as well. Well, both of those, you've, you've, you've known me, a lot of them. Yep. All right. So even with pump spells and evasion, it it's a long way to get a one, one to 10 yes. power. 
Yes, that's the bane of infect. Yeah, yep. so it feels like you're still going to need some last-minute ways to get to get people over the top. 100%. You definitely need a good portion of your deck dedicated to the late game. Uh, um, so, like, proliferators. Oh, proliferators are huge. And, you know, they've made a lot more in one, which is great, but they really had some of the some bedrock... Uh, uh, proliferators in a couple sets ago. Mm. Flux Channeler is one of them. Mm -hmm. Two and a blue for a human wizard. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, proliferate. Yep, we've been talking about it for the last like five episodes, and it's not <laughs> getting any worse. This card is terrifying. It's very good. You know, it, it just incidental. All you have to do is just get one infect on everybody, and then proliferate up from there. Mm. Similar vein, Evolution Sage, two and a green for an elf druid. Uh, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your co control, proliferate. I Crazy. mean, both of those are scary. You play a fetch and pop it, and you're yep. like, okay, I went from six to eight, uh, and there's nothing I can do about that. Yep. Makes Fabled Passage, like all those cards, just yeah. amazing. So you still you still run a Karn's Bastion in this deck, right? I do. And honestly, I've been surprised at how often Karn's Bastion will win me the game. Right. Because everybody has their defenses up late game. Mm -hmm. And if you can just every turn, or if you have a way to untap that land, uh, Karn's Bastion's a land, uh, can tap for colorless or four and tap it, proliferate. So just every turn. One more. I mean, five mana seems like a lot unless someone's dead. <laughs> and exactly. And that seems like right. exactly the right price. Because <laughs> late game, you're looking for, okay, how do I get through? I can't go do unblockable or whatever. I have no creatures left, mm -hmm. but Karn's Bastion's still there. That's that's very interesting to me. So I a lot of the time when you look at proliferate spells, you're like, oh, like an extra tide is an enchantment for right. three, three blue blue. It says whenever you cast a spell, proliferate. Yeah. That feels very expensive. That's kind of a trap card. I would yeah. be careful with Inexorable Tide because yeah. of that. Exactly. And you, at that point, you're sort of out of cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If While you're proliferating, you want this to be like an engine that works in itself. And Karn's Bastion just does it. Yeah. It just does the thing. I mean, that's sort of like a Contagion Engine. Just does it. Yeah. Contagion Engine's another one where it's very expensive, you know, six to get down. But then proliferating twice mm -hmm. every turn, it just... Yeah. Yeah, it gets very good. Also, the one-sided board wipe aspect of the, the Contagion engine, very relevant in this, too. Because yeah. if you can take somebody else's board down, now they're open. Right, yeah. Or their blocks are just way worse. Exactly. Um, okay, so we did get a lot of new proliferate support, and all will be one. In, yeah. Um, it's like some little incidental proliferate cards that feel like they just slam them into Infect X. Uh, like Unnatural Restoration is one of my favorites. It's one in a green for a sorcery that says return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Proliferate. So go get one of your little Infect boys and bring everybody one to one closer to death. Yeah, regrowth with a bonus. That's great. I, it seems very strong. Um there's a uh, VAT emergence is similar. This is a four and a black for a sorcery that reanimates a creature card from any graveyard uh, onto the battlefield under your control and proliferate. That's a cool card. Yeah. These kind of late game proliferate cards that also do something else seem very strong. Oh, absolutely. I agree hundred percent. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for them. I, th I think they, you know, they definitely uh, looked at what infect really needed and mm -hmm. gave it some interesting toolbox pieces with one. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. 
How do you feel about a card like Contaminant Grafter? This is a five mana, five, five trample, toxic one. It says whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to one or more players, proliferate. And then it has Corrupted, which says at the beginning of your end step, if an opponent has three or more poison counters, draw a card, then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. This is a very expensive card. It's very expensive. It's card draw and ramp, hypothetically. But but to use it, you're, you know, it's a late game. I don't know. I think it's, it seems like a trap. Yeah. It it feels a little expensive to me yeah. um, for something that's like when you do this, like it doesn't quite do it on its own. Okay. What about Norn's Choir Master? This is a, the, the big proliferate card. This card's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's because <laughs> it, it, you also, you know, you don't just have to protect yourself with these enchantments. Mm, you know, you yeah. don't have to just pro- propaganda and expect people won't pay the two. Yeah, Norn's Choir Master will defend you. This is yeah. three white white for a 5-4 flying first strike. First strike. First You're strike is huge. you anywhere near me. Yep. It says whenever a commander you control enters the battlefield or attacks, proliferate. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, it, I think also a sneaky thing about this card is... You can play it in decks where you play black and have something like a Tainted Strike Mm -hmm. or a Grafted Exoskeleton, which now makes that card just so much better because the first strike, you know, that's something that uh, I wanted to address in this episode. When you give a creature with Infect first strike or a creature with first strike Infect, Mm -hmm. that first strike damage deals damage to the creature that's blocking in the form of minus one, minus one counters. Mm -hmm. So... What happens, say you have a Norn's Choir Master that's attacking you, and you block with a 5-5 regular card. Yeah. So you block with a 5-5. The first strike hits. It deals five minus one minus one counters onto that creature. So your creature is going to die and not deal the damage back to the Choir Master. Right. Even if I have a 6-6, if I have a productive block, like if I have a 6-6 flyer and you're like, I'm safe, I'm good. If she has Infect, if the Choir Master has Infect, it puts five minus one minus one counters on it. And now my one one, like it deals no damage back to the Choir Master. Yep. It doesn't die, but it's still like, okay, my six six is now a one one. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly. a great blocker anymore. Yeah, uh, that's very scary stuff. But then you proliferate. Yeah, I mean, it, like go, as long as you have a commander that's like open to like open to attacking or that you can blink or something. Yep, crazy. Very good. Um, There's one more that I wanted to talk about because this one's very interesting to me. It's Bloated Contaminator. So this is two and a green for a four, four, three mana, four, four with Trample. It has Toxic One. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. So it effectively has Toxic Two. Right. um, But it doesn't have Infect. This has Toxic. So even if if you spend one of your big pump spells on it, it'll deal more regular damage, but it won't deal any more... Toxic damage. I, I think this actually has a place in an infect deck because it's a low CMC mm-hmm. creature that you can both use as a blocker and an attacker. Mm-hmm. So I think I would play it mostly as a protection piece. Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to put this three CMC thing down as a four, four, but mm-hmm. if somebody attacks me, sure. But if somebody has no creatures left, Guess what? Now you have two more infect. Yeah, and and you can put it on other players as well. It feels it feels like it goes in this deck, even though it's not necessarily like it doesn't work quite as well with the pump spells. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you have a really low curve like this, yep, you tend to dump your hand very fast. Yeah. Very fast, especially it's with pump spells. Not uncommon for you to be out of cards by turn three, turn four. 
Yeah. So how do you rebuild? Like, how do you rebuild your hand? Honestly, that's one of the toughest things of Infect is you have to add these card card draw spells in there to be able to keep the engine running. Mm. And you have to also have the potent cards in there to deal the damage to kill. So right. there's definitely a balance, uh, but there are some fun ones. Like I really love that you brought this one up. Hunter's Insight. Two and a green for an instant. Choose target creature you control. Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, draw that many cards. Yeah, you're trying to deal damage anyway. Yep. And an infect does deal damage in the form of infect. So this card does say deals damage. There will be people that question that. The infect does deal damage. So you'll yeah. draw however many cards you infected them for. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty sweet. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, you brought these up, and I think this is interesting. Yeah. Um, so cards like Momentous Fall or Village Rights. Totally. They say as an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature. Yes. Uh, Momentous Fall... Uh, will draw cards equal to the sacrifice creature's power, and then you gain life equal to its toughness. Village rights will draw two cards. Uh, Deadly Dispute is a very common one as well. It's a yep. sack a creature or an artifact. Draw two cards. So I think this is unintuitive for a lot of people, where it's like you're, you want your creatures on the board. Why would you play a card like this? Well, one huge thing about all of these cards is their instance. Mm. So you use them in response to somebody else. And this is kind of a, you'll learn this as you play Infect, that people are going to try and get rid of your creatures. Yeah. <laughs> and having an answer to that, you know, if you're going to lose your pumped up creature anyways, and it's mm. a 6-6, six, six, if you have the mana to cast like a momentous fall, uh, that's your best option. Yeah. But often you don't. So Village Rights and uh, Deadly Dispute are great options for to respond at almost any time because they're such low CMC. But being able to turn that creature, that valuable creature to you, mm -hmm. into cards is very effective. Yeah. And can draw you a lot of cards and restart that engine. Yeah. Which you really need that gas. Cool. That makes sense. Um, wh what do you think about the new one? Distorted Curiosity. It's two and a blue for a sorcery with Corrupted. It costs two less to cast if an opponent has three or more poison counters. Draw two cards. I mean, it seems pretty good. It's, it's, it's yeah. probably fringe playable. I, mm -hmm. I say that. It's probably playable. You're really... 
Blue's, don't know. A, blues is a support color, so blue is you're not always a support color. Blue. It's a sorcery. I, I think it's fringe playable. Yeah. I think, you know, because you're basically trying to get it for the one blue, and then you're feeling like you accomplished something yeah. to draw two cards. Blue draw two. So it's it's like a village rights without sacking the creature, but it's not at instant speed. So it's it's tricky. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit and you mentioned that permanent based draw spells tend to be better than, than instant speeds. So like we, we talked about uh, like a necropotence or a oh, Sylvan absolutely. library. Yep. I mean, just being able to have it stick there and well, both of those cards are just, they're great. Unbelievable. They just, if you have one, put it on a deck. Yeah. And you know, a Sylvan library, uh, both of them, you're paying life for cards. You don't mm. really care about life as much. Life is definitely a resource in your infect deck. Mm. So, you know, you typically on the Sylvan library, you typically draw everything, you know, draw all three and take eight damage, you know, with necropotence, you wait till the end of your turn, you draw enough to finish the game, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, uh, they're used strategically, dump a lot of life into them, but they stick around. So you can incidentally just gain more and more value off of them. Mm. So like a black market connections does right. similar type of thing and is a, a newer card, but it's also just as expensive as a Necropotence or a <laughs> library. It is, but it's also, I mean, every one of those, there aren't a lot of decks that, and Josh would disagree with this, there aren't a lot of decks, in my opinion, that you do a full send on Black Market Connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Infect is one of those decks that yeah. you should do a full send because the creature's important, the the card draw is important, and the treasure's important. Yeah. So. I, I love that. Um, so we got some new card advantage that the in the form of corrupted that I wanted to talk yeah. about a little bit. So Ixal Scion of Atraxa awesome is one and Abzan for a two five flying vigilance toxic two. So those are it's four mana flyer with with toxic two. And then it says it has corrupted. It says at the beginning of your end step, each opponent who has three or more poison counters exiles the top card of their library face down. You may look at it and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. So this is this is a infecty poisony body yep. that does give you some sort of card advantage. Is the fact that it gives you your opponent's cards a huge downside or is it do you think it's still worth it? I think it's worth it. I, I don't think it's worth including this in an infect deck. I mm-hmm. think that's a separate deck. Yeah. Um but just out to to you know, talk about it, having your opponent's cards, having access to your opponent's cards, it can be, you know, if you take away their kill spells, I guess it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, or you disrupt their strategy a little bit, take away their combo piece. But I don't think it's a, a reliable strategy to rely on. Sure. Yeah. It's um, like, in fact, it's such a, a specific strategy right. where you're like, these are, I'm, I want specific cards to finish, like proliferate is very narrow and yes. infect is very narrow and right. pump spells are very narrow. Um, so the cards that you're getting may not necessarily be like further your plan. If you get their removal spell, great. Like that's valuable in any situation. If you get yeah. their board wipe, mm, um, I think it like, I don't know. There's, I have mixed feelings on this cause I love the card. Mm-hmm. I love how it has a big butt flying vigilance. Yeah. So you can leave it up, attack with it and still block with it. It's a flying blocker with a, with a five defense. So yeah. it, there are advantages there that, that further your, your overall strategy, because mm-hmm. now it's something that's, that's up that also can attack. Yeah. 
that has this incidental benefit of like, Hey, if they have three or more poison counters, you get extra cards. Right. I don't know how much you use it though. Right. You're building more around the two, five flying with toxic too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's probably still a decent infect commander though, because it has has poison on it. It's in the colors you want. Absolutely. As a commander, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, the other form of card advantage that you can use is just getting stuff back to your grape from your graveyard. Yep. Um, so one that you brought up was reap. Yep. Uh, yeah, go ahead. One in a green for an instant. This is one of Josh's favorite cards. Return any number of target cards from your graveyard to your hand. You cannot choose more cards than the number of black permanents target opponent controls. So this is a, one of those cards where sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. When it does, does it work? It's great. Um, yeah. You basically have to have an opponent that's playing black and have them have permanents on the battlefield for mm-hmm. it to be effective. But if it is, I mean, you can redraw four five six cards i mean i've yeah. seen up to 20 cards drawn off reap from your graveyard i really like i run reap in my pump spell deck as well because yeah. it's just like your card advantage is so bad that you're like if i can get five cards back for two mana at instant speed it's huge and they're typically low cmc cards so mm-hmm. you can use them especially mm-hmm. late game you get five two cmc cards you can cool dump them out Uh, What do you think about Geth Summons? This is a new corrupted card. It's two black black for a sorcery. Return up to one target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Corrupted. For each opponent who has three or more poison counters as you cast this spell, put up to one target creature card from that player's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. So four mana sorcery, you're definitely reanimating one thing. But you could reanimate up to, you know, four things. I think it's cool. I, I would definitely try that out. The The corrupted aspect of it, you know, you're playing it later game for the 4 CMC. Mm-hmm. You're likely to have a few people corrupted. I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yeah, I, I love this. I mean, especially because of what you talked about earlier, which is like you want to get your infect creature back so you can keep fighting, especially one of your evasive ones in this yep. late game. Um, but just having a couple of other free bodies to block with and defend yourself seems, seems very strong. Yeah. I want to also make a a quick shout out to eerie ultimatum. Oh yeah, for sure. Just get it all back. Why not? Yep. Um, cool. So I, there's a lot of, we've had a lot of new corrupted cards, a lot of new poison cards. Um, and there's a lot of cards that we just, assume go into decks sure so i want to talk about the traps uh for like what are the cards that you're like seem good but you probably want to uh you want to avoid generally i think you know we touched on one a little bit earlier inexorable tide can be a trap in this uh you know i think anything that's high cmc like that that you know if you're not able to take advantage of it uh that can be a problem uh you know i think Ramp can often be a trap in an infect deck. Mm -hmm. You definitely don't need as much ramp as a typical deck because by turn one, turn two, you want to be dumping creatures and putting out threats onto the battlefield. And you, you kind of want to wrap the game by turn five, turn six. Like if you're past turn six on an infect deck, you really are relying on those Karn's Bastion type effects. Right. Um, And the table is, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, if you haven't killed at least two players. <laughs> yeah, okay. totally. You're, you're going to be in a, a lot of dog fight. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so board wipes in, yep. in a deck like this. Yep. Um, do you run them? What kind do you run? Well, I do not. And I did see the comments from the last, from the last episode. <laughs> that wasn't an I, impact deck though. That was a graveyard deck. Yeah. And you know, I, 
I don't play many board wipes because you're putting so many resources into building up your side of the board mm. that to use a board wipe, you're kind of admitting defeat. You're kind of like throwing it all away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I, I like to establish my own board and keep my threats on the board mm -hmm. and then do one-sided board wipes. Yeah. So like a cyclonic rift. Exactly. Uh, is it, this is, this is going to be the absolute top of your curve. Totally. Because yeah. seven mana is like, you, yeah. you, you're using it to win. Right. Yeah. Um, or something like, uh, that you mentioned was a river's rebuke. Oh yeah. Like, Great card. Yeah. yeah. Like, One person is a problem. I will handle your board. Yep. Uh, River's Rebuke is a sorcery for four blue blue. It says return all non-land permanents target player controls to that owner's hand. So it's a it's a River's Rebuke for one. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a Cyclonic Rift for one, excuse me, but at sorcery speed. At sorcery speed, but it's perfect in an infect deck because the one player that you can't get, mm -hmm. now you get them. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about White Sun's Twilight? I think... I don't know if this is an infect include. Mm. It's definitely a token include. Like this is definitely a, a card that would go in a token deck. Any yeah. token deck would love this card. So White Sun's Twilight for people who haven't read it yet. It is a sorcery for X white white. It says you gain X life and then create X one one colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature tokens with toxic one. And this creature can't block. If X is five or more, destroy all other creatures. So in order to get the board wipe, you have to, it has to be seven. I forgot about the last aspect. Yeah. I mean, maybe you use it for that seven CMC to mm -hmm. wipe everybody else's and then you've got a bunch of toxic creatures. Yeah. I think there are better options. I don't know. Well, I'll see how it plays. I'm hoping yeah. to, to get a few. So it's it, it sort of depends. I mean, it's really good if your board's been wiped and your creatures have been picked clean yeah. and you're like, all right, now I can like I'm going to rebuild and I'm going to set everybody back to zero and hopefully chip in for like a couple of of toxic. Yep. But it is, I mean, it's seven mana and it's sorcery speed. It's double white. Like these are, these are not small downsides in a yeah. deck that wants to be really light on its feet. I, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's fringe playable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've talked about it a little bit and uh, a number of toxic cards and it seems like not all toxic cards are infect cards and even not all like poison cards generally are infect cards. Yeah, I agree with that. So like some of the new cards that may walk and talk like infect cards may not necessarily be automatic includes like, like a Skrelv's hive. Right, 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 right. That's like the bitter blossom type. Yeah. Right? So this, this one at the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life and create a one, one colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature token with toxic one. And this creature can't block. Um, so this makes little infect bodies, but they don't defend you. They have no evasion and they will max they will ever do unless you have like a um, a triumph of the hordes or something. It's just one. Right. Uh, is, is it worth it in an infect deck? I don't think so. I think this would be a trap card. I mean, the nice thing is you can get it out turn two and it's just kind of like pumping out things for you. Yeah. But I don't think that they're high impact enough to to have this included. Yeah, if you draw this in the late game, this does, like, on turn, if you draw this on turn four, even, or turn three, and you play this, and then turn four, you make one, 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 yeah, with toxic one, it's, it's a little slow if you're trying to use these as aggressive bodies. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's a trap. 
built for a different deck for sure and Skrelv's great yeah love Skrelv we awesome. love we yeah. love Skrelv is insane yeah. in an infect deck um because Skrelv gives gives something protection and un, and unblockable by a certain oh colors. yeah Skrelv is a definite include yeah yeah um so here's this is a card that a lot of people have been afraid of and I wanted to ask if you think this goes in a dedicated infect deck it's mm-hmm. a venerated rot priest it is I a single do. green you think so I do uh, and it's, it's a single green for a Phyrexian Druid. It's a 1-2 with Toxic 1. And it says, whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, target opponent gets a poison counter. I do for several reasons. Yes. Uh, this is one of those cards that is going to be in like Legacy Infect. And, it, you know, mm. this may actually, this card may resurrect Infect as a strategy in those formats. Right. But in Commander... Commander is very different that we talked about in the last episode of, uh, you know, how you've got four opponents, but the fact that you're targeting your own creatures with these, uh, with these pump spells, Mm -hmm. or if somebody is reacting to you, they're going to be targeting your creature Mm -hmm. and being able to, let's say you target my creature with, Mm -hmm. with a kill spell. I can target Josh with that infect counter. Sure. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice versatile way of throwing around infect counters it's a little that, bit of reach. Yeah, that I think for one green is well worth playing. Because it also has toxic one and it's a one two. So it's could be used as a blocker. Like there's yeah, yeah certain incidental uses that I think are are interesting about this card. I mean, you cast this on turn one. On turn two, there's somebody without a blocker, so you yep. can get one, one counter on one. on turn yep. two. Um, depending on how many pump spells you have or protection spells you have. Uh, I do think you wanna you will have to build around this a little bit, maybe less equipment, more targeted spells. Um, to make sure that you're actually getting, you know, three or four infect counters out of this. But um, it does, it is interesting. And it, and it late game, it turns a lot of your cards on. Which I think cool. it's a, a, a late game card. Yeah. I wouldn't want this to be my first creature. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get this out on turn one. It right. feels like a waste. Right, because you're only dealing one. You want to deal at least three or four. On well, the I want it as a protection piece too. Like sure. in addition to my other things. Now, okay, I'm attacking you with a, you know, mm-hmm. a blighted agent with this, 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 this. I'm mm-hmm. pumping it, pumping it, pumping it, and dealing damage to other people. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, all right, so this is an infect card that isn't necessarily an infect card. Yeah, this one uh, they included it in the precon, which is cool, and I think it was a great include for a toxic deck, but not necessarily an infect deck. Um, Phyrexian Swarmlord. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's four green green for an insect horror. Uh, it's a four four with infect, and says at the beginning of your upkeep, put a one one green insect creature token with infect into play for each poison counter your opponents have. So this is almost like the first kind of version of Corrupted where however many poison counters your opponents have, you get that many 1-1 insect creatures with infect at Mm. the beginning of your turn. Yeah. So you have to have it sit around for a turn, but if you can, the payoff is huge. Yeah. Uh, You know, I've tried this card in infect decks. It seems to be a win more in infect decks right. as opposed to a, a game ender. The more you're winning, the better it is. Yes. The yeah. less you're winning, the worse it is. Exactly. Which is not really where you want to be at six mana. Exactly. And which is why I think it's better in the toxic specific decks mm-hmm. because in those, you're typically going for a corrupted strategy mm-hmm. and you're typically going for a later game strategy in those. Yeah. And so, going wider. And going wider. Exactly. And these, 
man, these insects with infect are way better than a mite with toxic one. For sure, yeah. Because now all of your all of your pump spells say I'm swinging out with six one one insect creatures with infect. Whichever ones you block, I target the one that you don't block. So mm-hmm. I pumped that one. So right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a trap for infect, but definite include for if you're building a toxic, toxic deck. Decks, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one may seem obvious, but uh, I would do want to mention Rhea, Evor, Bane of Blade Hold. Uh, this is a 3-4 with Battle Cry. It says, at the beginning of combat on your turn, the next time target creature would deal combat damage to one or more players this combat, prevent that damage. If damage is prevented that way, create that many 1-1 one, one colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature tokens with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. Ooh. It's not an infect card. It's not an infect card, but I mean... Yeah, it's not an infect card. It's an interesting card. I, these cards with so much writing on them, my <laughs> lord! Like half of it's just describing what a mite is. Yeah, exactly. And it's you know it, this one's cool. Uh, I don't know preventing the damage and stuff like that. It's an entirely different build. So right. yeah. this feels more like a toxic card to me because like you're spending so much time trying to deal poison with just one creature. If you prevent that damage, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So you you make a ton of mites, but you're probably going to take advantage of those mites in a different way than how you would take advantage of an infect deck which is a little bit more go tall than go wide yep uh so let's let's talk about this because uh, i want to talk about building a toxic deck because it is it's going to be the new wave of poison decks and it's different than infect decks it's definitely different yeah this is like all will be one in toxic and the new precon really changed the pace of how a poison deck works. They, the strategy with corrupted is you want to spread the damage out and you want to get additional value out of all of your cards. And it introduced a lot more token cards. So it's a lot more go wide and overwhelm your, like you're trying to hit instead of hitting them with one creature that does 10 infect damage, you're trying to hit them with like five or 10 creatures that do one toxic damage. Right. Um, Or one, you know, put one counter on each. So I want to talk about the similarities in that deck build. Um, And then we can talk about the, the differences in cards. Um, Some of the similarities are just good that are just good in decks that are putting poison counters is obviously proliferation, right? Yeah. Proliferation is huge in both, both strategies, especially if you're going wide proliferation might even be better in a toxic deck than in an infect deck, although it's important in both. Yep. Um, Your defense is just as important. Absolutely. Yep. You're just doing it differently because hypothetically in toxic, you're going to have the, the mites won't be able to block, but you'll have butts that can block. Right. Whereas infect, you are typically tr- trying to play creatures that are more potent. And so you're not trying to block with them. So you're right. putting up those enchantments to try and like, right. You're people. swinging with your creatures. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then board protection is just as important. And wh- while in talk to- in infect decks, you're more likely to have something that says like target player, get- target creature gets hex proof in, um, Toxic decks, I think you're more likely to have a my hor- board is like protected. my whole board is protected. Yeah. Um, yeah. So important in both slightly different application. Absolutely. Um, and then corrupted cards are probably good in both strategies. Not all of them. Yeah. There's, I mean, th- they created this mechanic for this other mechanic. So mm-hmm. it, there's, there are definitely incidental bonuses to playing corrupted cards. Right. And yeah. they've made a lot of them. Pretty, pretty uh, appetizing. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the appetizing is so scary. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and then there's some big differences that we've talked about a little bit. So toxic strategies are less go tall and more go wide. Um, so you want the creatures that give you a lot of toxic bodies, right? right. So Rhea Evor, like we talked about before, uh, the new Vishgras, the Doom Hive, gives yeah. you a whole lot of bodies when it enters the battlefield. And then Kinzu of the Bleak Coven, I think is a cool toxic commander. It says, whenever a non-token creature you control dies, you may pay two life and exile it. If you do, create a token that's a copy of that creature, except it is a 1-1 one, one and has toxic 1. That's cool. It's cool. I, I think you could build this either as like a toxic go wide and try and make a whole bunch of toxic bodies or you build it as infect and just be like, if this dies, it's coming back and now it has infect and toxic. <laughs> or you throw it in Tesa. Mm. Oh, gross. <laughs> I love it. Um, because you're making so many toxic bodies, the infect creatures are a little less important. Like the one mana one ones with infect because you're not going to have the pump spells for them. Like right. you might as well just make... You want to make three mites rather than play like one Glistener Elf. Probably. Exactly. You'd probably, if you're playing uh, Vishgras, you'd probably want some sort of a blink effect or something instead of right. a pump spell. Yeah. Right. You're going to want more like token cards. Oh, 100%. So instead, like where you would never run an anointed procession in an infect deck. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... You, uh, you would definitely run it in a deck like Rhea or, or Vishgras or uh, Kinsu. Yeah. So a Mondrak or an Anointed Procession, uh, something that doubles the number of tokens you're making. And then instead of pump spells, I think you want mass board pumps, right? Like giving your whole board double strike is yeah. better than like having single target stuff. Like so, overrun type spells or ooh, yeah. I like this one. A Chrome oh, yeah. is Will. A Chrome is Will. <laughs> Evasion, double strike. So good. Now those toxic bodies hit for two. Yup. Uh, uh, something that you mentioned was a Chroma's Will is just like a, a Chroma's Will, excuse me, a her memorial also, a Chroma's <laughs> Memorial. Uh, creatures of Flying, First Strike, Vigilance, Trample, and Haste, and Protection from Black and Red. That one, it's a... I've had it in Infect decks. It's definitely... I think that card could go in either. It's definitely a late-game card, but man, yeah. it is so hard to get around that. It, you slam it, and you're like, well, you're not touching these. Yep. These aren't blo being blocked. Yeah, if they didn't counter that, yeah. they're in trouble. <laughs> uh, I really like Oron Frostfang in, in Toxic decks. Uh, attacking creatures you control have Death Touch, and then whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Um, Seems pretty good. Significantly better the more bodies you have, so it's not good in Infect decks, but is quite strong in Toxic decks. Um, and then when we came up with, while we were talking about this, is Miri Weatherlight Duelist. Yeah, uh, surprisingly amazing. It's one, one white green for a cat warrior, first strike, three, two. When Miri Weatherlight Duelist attacks, each opponent can't block with more than one creature this combat. So that's good by itself. As long as Miri the Weatherlight Duelist is tapped, no more than one creature can attack you each combat. So it does both things for you. It allows you to attack. They can only block with one thing. So in, in Toxic, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And then the crackback, they can only swing one creature at you. It's huge. Yeah, it protects great. like it protects things in battle, and it protects uh, protects you uh, in the later combats when everyone's upset. Yep. Um, this one's interesting. I wonder if it'll work in toxic decks. But if you've a, if you're focusing on artifacts, Rebecca, Architect of Ascension, says artifacts you control have protection from each converted mana cost among artifacts you control. So mites are artifacts. Mm -hmm. So zero. So you protection like your mites have protection from tokens, so they can't be blocked by tokens. And then if you have a signet, now two drops can't block your mites. 
Mm-hmm. And if you have like a sort of feast and famine or something like that, now your mice can't be dropped by blocked by three drops. That's sneaky. I it like. It gives that you a lot. little a little bit of evasion, even if you have incidental artifacts on the board. That's really cool. And you're definitely going to be playing signets like in 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 a toxic strategy. Yes, you're definitely going to be ramping like a normal deck because you're pushing for that late game. Exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and then Champion of Lamholt. If you're playing tokens, you want to get your tokens through. Champion of Lamholt will do the trick. Tried and true. All right. Um, so we, that's how we're going to build a poison deck. That's yep. how we're going to build an infect deck. That's how we're going to build a toxic deck. Uh, after this quick break, we are going to talk about wh- how to put that deck to the test to start playing with it. But first, we got a quick word from our sponsors. All right. Today, we are talking about how to build and pilot an infect deck, how to play with poison. So here's so how happy. to put this deck to the test. Yeah. How, uh, let's walk through an infect game. And uh, just talk through what you're doing at every step of the way. Yeah. So in a typical infect game, you know, you're starting out with early pressure. Mm. So like turn one, turn two, you really want to be putting creatures down. Mm. There's not as much setup as like a normal commander game. So, you know, like we talked about earlier, you're not necessarily putting down signets and stuff like that. You're still playing soul ring, but you know, just not playing the typical land ramp or signets that Mm. you usually would. Um, Looking for low CMC infect creatures to put down on the board so that by turn two or turn three, you can be attacking with them. Mm. Um, That early pressure is very, very important to win with an infect deck. Yeah. If you don't have it, you should have mulliganed your hand. <laughs> yeah. You really want to find a hand that's fast out of the gate and is going to apply a bunch of pressure. So you want like a one or two drop and and even like a, one of those big pump spells, like the three mana ones or the four mana. Yeah, I would say uh, a keepable hand would definitely be like a one or two mana creature mm-hmm. with uh, up to three mana pump spell. Right. Four mana one, if it's like the seven, seven, if it's like might evokes, right, yeah. you know, you can then put down your creature, hope that nobody kills it by turn four and then you're swinging for the fences and probably getting one person out um yeah but uh you definitely need to be aiming to kill somebody fast to get them upset at you (laughs) yeah okay so the table's upset at you by like turn three they're like you um (laughs) sir (laughs) this guy yeah so how do you respond like at what point are you uh starting to protect yourself so typically you're starting to protect your ter- yourself around turn three mm-hmm. um, with some of those enchantments that we talked about, you know, like propaganda, mm-hmm. you know, those three CMC uh, don't attack me or you have to do stuff yeah, kind of or stuff. Or the four, four proliferator, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you're starting to, like we we're talking about, build up that pillow fort and the game, like you were saying, is starting to become three V one. Yeah. So everybody's looking at you Um Trying not to overcommit to the board, you know, there's a tendency to try and dump all of your infect creatures on onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. This is also a trap. I would advise if you have multiple infect creatures in your hand, hold one back mm-hmm. because the likelihood of a wrath or a massive board wipe or, you know, something where somebody's gonna deal with your board mm-hmm. is very high. Right. And being able to quickly recover from that is essential to winning the game. Right. So if you have two infect creatures in your hand, play one, hold the other. Right. And leave your mana for pump spells or like uh, the swords or something like that. Or the card where you sacrifice your creature and draw that many cards. Yeah, of the momentous fall. Momentous fall, Mm -hmm. right. Um, Okay, so it's turn four 
at this point, blockers are down generally. Yep. Like somebody's going to have a two, three blocker or a, like a, you know, a Seaborn Muse or a two, five or something like that. Yep. Your opponents are trying to play defensively. So what are, where are you at this point? So turn four, somebody should be close to dead. Right. You hit hit somebody for like five or six. Right. At least one person should be close. If not, you've been able to kind of get everybody with small amounts to try Mm -hmm. and proliferate. There's different strategies there, but you, this is where you play like your sword ofs, Uh you know, to play them turn three, turn four, start to equip your creatures with ways of getting extra benefit, but also being able to get through with that protection for right. whatever. Call. Your evasion is super important. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you're definitely, you know, trying to control your opponent's boards at this point, you know, by turn four, people probably do have two blockers up. So mm-hmm. you're looking for the person with one so that you're mm-hmm. going to try and bounce their creature, or kill their creature to, to then attack them. Yeah. Uh, so staying on just just making sure that you're like, all right, you're at six and you've got one blocker and I'm going to get you out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, and then you're just trying to avoid it, it. It's interesting because this is the part where playing more infect, the strategy will start to reveal itself to you. You know, like I was talking about with the creatures, make sure you hold up a creature, mm-hmm. make sure you hold up an answer. Yeah. You know, it's turn four is too early to be wasting all of your cards or to be using all of your resources. Mm-hmm. Um, because to be able to recoup that, if you don't have a draw spell out or a draw enchantment out by turn mm-hmm. four, that's what you're looking for. You want to start rebuilding at that point. You want to really start thinking about, okay, how am I going to close this game out? Right. They're trying to stabilize against you, your aggression, and you're trying to stabilize against losing all of your cards and being murdered by <laughs> exactly, your opponents. Exactly, right. You're like, and it's okay, so we're, we're, you're, you're building for the next couple of turns to make sure you don't just get uh, blown out, right? Blown out. Three to one. The other thing I was thinking about is like, so Toxic and Infect, well, Infect in particular really flourishes in the early game. Yep. So it feels like anything that you can do to like keep people from getting to their late game feels really important in this moment. Yeah, it definitely is. It, uh, disruption on other people is a huge strategy for Infect, uh, but it's just, it's tough to pull off. Right, yeah. Because you those cards are typically cards that you'd play in like an instant sorceries deck right. or something like that, mm-hmm. not necessarily an Infect deck. Sure. But those those modal cards that we were talking about earlier, yeah. anything that has multiple options, whether it's removal, pump, or protection, mm-hmm. those are the cards that you're looking for. Cool. All right. Well, you've at this point you've taken somebody out. You've done it. Yes. Yes. How do Welcome to you, you deal the lethal blow and win this game? Okay. So lethal blow in uh, an infect deck it is kind of about the the late game. So mm-hmm. the way to deal the lethal blow is typically through proliferate proliferate is one of those huge keys or one of those huge tools that really helps you get past if somebody has a wall of uh, you know blockers or something like that the proliferate will kill them Mm -hmm. as long as you've gotten them with something yeah rogues passage you know this is where you look at those high cmc cards with huge payoffs right um so your Karn's bastion and rogues and rogues passage rogues passage maybe eerie ultimatum you know maybe that comes into play late game where it's you know exactly contagion engine uh those high cmc cards with big payoffs Mm -hmm. uh tend to come for the late game but you have to be prepared for everybody to really be walled up yeah i um 
this is probably the moment for one of those one-sided board wipes as well. So this is where you cast a Cyclonic Rift and try and push through a little bit more damage or a River's Rebuke to take somebody out uh, to, to clear their board and force them to set up a little bit more. Yep. Sometimes you can do uh, a strategy like a Glacial Chasm. Ooh. So this is only works, you know, with a Karn's Bastion or a Contagion Engine, right. things like that. But Glacial Chasm's a land, uh, cumulative upkeep, to uh, pay two life. And it says, when it comes into play, sacrifice a land. You cannot attack, and all damage dealt to you is reduced to zero. Okay. So this is like, we're done attacking. There's no way we're getting through right. anymore. Now yeah. I just need to not die while I proliferate. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, this is probably the moment for corrupted cards as well. So uh, oh, totally. a lot of the ones that we mentioned, like the Geths. Geth summons. Geth summons, yep. yeah. Um, of the Infectious Inquiry. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a three mana sorcery from a one that says you draw two cards and you lose two life. Each opponent gets a poison counter. So it's just incidental poison counters like Icarat stuff. That's just putting poison counters on them. <laughs> Super cool. I'm glad that they did this uh, in one. It's not, not very many cards, but the fact that you can just put a poison counter on somebody mm -hmm. is huge for the infect strategy. And those cards being added will definitely matter. Right. Um, and a classic. This one, I asked you, this feels very dangerous to me. But uh, Caress of Phyrexia is three black black. for <laughs> It's target player, draws three cards, loses three life, and gets three poison counters. Ugh. So you give them three cards. It's so good. But three poison counters is a lot. That's 30% dead. I almost got Jimmy with this. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. I definitely play this because you can play it on yourself you, to draw three cards. Because yeah. that's relevant late yeah. game. Or you play it on somebody else to finish them off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a burn spell for Infect. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So that's that's how you typically want to want this game to play out right big proliferation spells at the end making sure you've got in fact counters on somebody just even without attacking with one of these spells yep. um but what do you have what are you worried about when you're playing in fact like what do you have to keep your eye out for so much so much it, <laughs> it seems like it's genuinely so a stressful <laughs> it is a stressful deck to play yeah it's okay to start yeah you're worried about your opening hand Sure. Yeah. How many times do I have to mulligan before I have something worthwhile? Right. And what are the mulligan rules here? What what have we rule zeroed this as? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's consideration one. Okay. Consideration two. <laughs> and honestly, what is the personality of these people? Yeah. <laughs> who am I killing who will first? Punch me in yeah, the face. Exactly. Like yeah. who's who's gonna get who's gonna walk out if I kill them first? Sure. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, that's a huge consideration <laughs> in a social game. And it's like it, when you go to the card shop, that's why I think that's why Infect got such a bad rap because mm -hmm. you have to kill somebody first. And then they're typically sitting around for a while while this game wraps up because right, yeah. typically the Infect person is out second. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know. And then it's just you and the person you killed first just hanging out. Like, so you got a trade by me? <laughs> you don't want to talk to me. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, it can be rough. But the. Uh, you know, you're so next you're concerned about, okay, everybody's trying to kill me. Yeah. And, you know, those protection pieces, part of that opening hand, you know, it's it's stressful the whole way through, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking out for board wipes and also removal spells, or people just killing you, or uh, just uh, mana open. Mana feeling. open will make you go, you're like, I can't uh, cast this. What he's they? got two islands open. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, seriously. And you know that everything's for you. Yes. Like, that part, I, that feels like a big part of playing this is knowing that you're the problem. Yes, you're, you're playing You're going to be the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. You have to be prepared to be like, I'm taking somebody out. And I think, so I play, I play, I have a, I have a Lord of Tressorhorn deck, which is a 10-4. Oh, yeah. He's sweet. Um, but it's similar where it's like, I have to take somebody out early and I have to, and it's possible for me to get them in one shot. Okay. So I like I run tainted strike and I run like plus one plus one and double strike effects. And when I start the game in my rule zero conversation, I will be like, I can kill you in one shot. So if you are not blocking, you are taking your own life into your hands. And that kind of warning is enough because it's like, you're like, I'm playing in fact, I'm trying to kill you and I'm going to kill you as fast as possible. So be prepared for that. And if and they're not into it, bring another deck. <laughs> And see, that's the thing with an infect deck. I probably wouldn't have that conversation because part of the infect strategy is, yes, they should know. (laughs) Part of the infect strategy is, though, surprise. Sure, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm playing, you know, uh, Carador or whatever. Uh Okay, cool. Turn to Blight Mambo. Uh-oh. Wait, what? Uh-oh. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> this hand sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're trying to catch people off so yeah. that then you can take advantage of that. Right. So, you know, I feel like, I don't know. If you have that conversation, you're you're, you're shooting kind of yourself shooting in your yourself foot. in the yeah, foot. Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, that makes sense. So here's, here's a good question is, do you play a commander with infect on it? Or do you, or do you play something like a Moldrotha and like a Carador where it just keeps that a little bit more private? I play the Moldrotha Caradors. Okay. Uh, I like having that toolbox piece in my command zone mm. where I get that benefit. Um, I'll say in my, uh, in my Moldrotha one, mm-hmm. I, I think out of the seven games that I've played of it, I've gotten Moldroth out twice. Sure, yeah, six is a lot. Because you, you know, that one, it works very well. The black, green, blue is a is probably the best color combination mm-hmm. if you're looking for one. Uh, and being able to get that stuff back, it's just so late game that I'm typically able to kill everybody before I need that those cards back. Right, yeah. Uh, or at least in, in the games that I did play, I was either taken out or killed everybody first. So. Right, Muldroth is like a real backup plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. But you know, they just don't have enough creatures with Infect that are legendary. There's mm-hmm. basically just Skitherix, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the new Toxic ones. The but new Toxic ones, but yeah. those aren't Infect. Right, it, but they don't necessarily support this like the infect strategy which is so aggressive and so like all on this leave where you're like i'm coming now but Um, i think you know the my uh carador one will probably switch to ixl sweet yeah because ixl is just a much better commander for that because Mm -hmm. you know i'm not dumping creatures into the graveyard and carador is 8 cmc and blah blah blah. we could get into that yeah it's cheaper i mean it's just four mana four mana it's a flying vigilance but that can attack for two infect Mm -hmm. that then gives you additional benefits once you have started the infect strategy mm. um i'm actually kind of getting exciting <laughs> Wait, well maybe I, I gotta switch this up i'm excited to see some new toxic around the office uh some new some new infect decks Definitely. uh i like i might even grip build Vish, Vishgras. i'm like excited to see what he does that would be sweet it's it's all right let's battle it out let's do it all toxic right. v infect <laughs> to the it. listeners are you building a toxic or infect deck in the wake of all will be one who is your commander and uh what's your favorite piece of poison tech that maybe we didn't mention today oh, please tell me i know i'm i won't 
I'm always most excited to see the comments in this stuff. So if you have some hot tech that we missed, please make sure you send it in there. I mean, just going through this episode, you introduced two new pieces of tech to me that, yeah, yeah awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, if you're picking up some hot new tech for your commander, uh, your infect or toxic deck. Of course you are. You got to go to cardkingdom.com slash command. They have all of the singles and sealed product that you are looking for to buff up your new infect deck. Make sure you talk to your playgroup <laughs> about it because you may get hit. Uh, or not. <laughs> or not. Keep it a secret. Actually, I want to see in the comments. sleeper agent. Would you, would you tell your opponents, would you have the rule zero, zero conversation of I'm playing an infect deck or not? I'm interested in that. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see that as <laughs> as well. Uh, but I hope you're going to cardkingdom.com/slash/command to pick up all of your new infect cards. Uh, they also have all this year seal product from all v one. They've got set boosters and collector boosters, and uh, people are pulling some amazing cards out of here, including uh, in, out of the seal product, including like the new version of the old Praetors. Oh, those are so sweet. The concept creators. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Creators? Yeah. yeah. Are they're they, sweet. Yeah, they're really beautiful. The art is incredible. If you can yeah. get a set of those, make sure you do it at cardkingdom.com slash command. It'll show up in one tidy package at one time, and you'll be able to put your deck together and wreck your play group. <laughs> and of course, if you're building a new deck, you're going to want to go to ultrapro.com slash command to pick up all of the... Uh, accessories that you need for your decks. You'll need sleeves and deck boxes and play mats and dice and everything that you need to complete represent your com- battlefield to complete <laughs> your battlefield. You get a nice oily one. If you're building XL, I believe there's an XL uh, play mat that's available. Um, and yeah, you can show up to your game store. You can show up to your, uh, your local play group night and looking spiffy. They have all uh, that Phyrexian language stuff, too. It's, do they? Oh, yeah, my God. Cool. Uh, make sure you go to ultrapro.com slash command to pick it up. Uh, and we are going to move into the end step. So we're going to talk about something cool outside of the world of magic. What's going on in your life right now that's not magic related? My son is talking and my daughter is walking. That is good enough for me. I love- <laughs> so yeah, this past weekend I got, we got so little sleep. It's been crazy because her mind is just going nonstop. Right. Yeah. So like, she's not napping now because she's like, I can walk. I can, Cause she's I can thinking- walk. Yeah. Oh my she, God. Oh my. Like, There's so much, so many opportunities. It's awesome. Like it's awesome, but exhausting. <laughs> I am so tired. But it like, and then, but he's started like kissing too. So like, I'll get home and he'll be like, Mwah. Yeah. Like, oh, my buddy. <laughs> it's, it's. Do so it cool. again. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> and, this, and so he'll, he'll also, do, they're doing that too. Yeah. So they'll, they'll like. Are you teaching them sign language? They, we are. So he'll be like, all done. And he'll be like. <laughs> he's doing this constantly. Yeah. She's not at all. Like yeah. she, the thing is. She seems like she's going to be the wild child, which right. is like more me. She's not interested in you. She's yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he seems to be like really organized and like mm-hmm. on top of things, which is my wife. Yeah. So we'll see how that develops, but it's uh-huh. fun. They've yeah. got little personalities. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good end step. 
All right, uh, let's move on to the cleanup step where we say thank you to our amazing team here at the Command Zone. Thank you to Damon Lentz, Arthur Meadowcroft, Lady Danger, Manson Lung, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Jordan Pridgen, Sam Waldo, Garav Galati, Jamie Block, Mitch Trafford, Evan Lipperger, Gabriel Pozos, Megan Yip, Eric Lem, Josh Lee Kwai, and Jimmy Wong. <laughs> It's like you're reading one of the new designs cards or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keeps going. It's crazy. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. (laughs) (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.